0: Welcome to Refocus On You, the podcast that takes you through a spiritual journey of overcoming the battles and gaining the victories in your life by incorporating the eight fundamentals of health. Connect with us online at refocusonyou.com. That's refocus on the letter U dot com. Or connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash refocusonyou. Now, sit back, rest, relax, refocus, renew, relive, and trust in God completely. Here is your host, Melinda P., and co-host, Dr. E. Well, hello, hello, hello. God is good, guys. God is good. I am Melinda P., your host. And today, again, a new day. We got Dr. E. in the house. Dr. E.? What's going on?
1: Oh, Dr. E is doing just fine out here in sunny Las Vegas.
0: Yes. And I tell you guys, we're here for business. Yes, we are. We're here for business. All right. Although we've had some fun. But we had some fun. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But we have enjoyed ourselves. And I'm about to, you know, later today, I'm about to get this jackfruit stew. That Dr. E has made. I'm going to put it also on the website. The recipe. you got to check it out. It's been smelling good. She's been up to the crack of dawn. Uh, hooking it up. Right, yes. Right. I got I think, up early this morning. Wait a minute. I think she ain't had about a couple bowls already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen you all. You know. I don't know when I became like my mother. <laughs> you know. Getting up cutting potatoes early in the morning (laughs) while other people are asleep. (laughs) I'm not going to say any names, anyone, but I'm just saying I got up early this morning and I made a jackfruit stew because I had told my host, Melinda P and I are on our journey. You know, we are both plant-based. Yeah. I have been plant based and then got off the beaten path and had to had to get back, jump back on the road. Okay, if I didn't want to deal with some of the illnesses that were trying to come upon me, some of you all know what I'm talking about. Some of you have had to make some Mm -hmm. lifestyle changes to save your life, save your health and some other things as well. And that was me. I sat down and looked at my numbers and said, oh, no, I know what to do.
0: And that's important. That's mm-hmm. really important, folks, because, you know, hey, I'm not hating on y'all meat eaters. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I was with you. I was with you, too. Mm-hmm. And I love me some lamb. I could make a lamb chops, boy, mm. I know what you're going through. <laughs> look, keep
1: talking, girl, and we, I'm going to shut this show down, and we
0: going to have a, I need a burger. <laughs> yes, and you know, we have been through all that. I, I mean, yes, my change has come from, you know, when the doctors come and tell you that, look, you got about three years left of life, and before you're going to have a transplant, that kind of opened up my eyes. And so I'm plant-based yes. because I had to look at the foods that was, flaring up my disease yes okay yes and causing inflammation so that is only my choice it's not for anything else but that was my choice and i choose to live and dr e you know she's what you know like she was saying she's got some help things that she had to address as well. exactly exactly and so but i will tell you if i didn't yeah
1: I might still be out there. Yeah. You understand? And so whatever it is, whatever you put in your mouth, you eat, that's between you and and God. God.
0: That's right. But
1: I'm just saying for those of us who know, those of us who've had to come to a crossroads in our life where we had to decide what direction are we going to take? Yes. You all understand. And even once I saw my numbers,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it still took me a while to make that turn because how we eat, we've been eating since we were in the womb. Yeah. It's a habit. You know, you like what you like. I can tell you one time we were burying an uncle of mine and all of my cousins and aunts and uncles came in. They were staying at my house and Melinda P., We had to stop at the drugstore. All of them said, is there a drugstore Mm -hmm. near where you live? And I said, yes. Now, listen to what I'm going to say to you all. We were not in the liquor aisle. We were all in the candy (laughs) aisle. (laughs) This is a true story. I may have told it before. Right, right. And we're not children. I'm talking about people with children. I'm talking about my father, my aunt, my uncles, your parents, my parents. We were all in the candy aisle getting our fix before we got to my house. (laughs) And I just recalled looking at all of us uh, getting our chocolate. Okay. So you know, look, this thing is a battle, okay? Um, and I have decided there are some things I'm just going to give to myself. I'm yeah. just going to reward. There's something that I want, I want it, yeah. okay? Yeah, I get it. I am not so hard on myself as I used to be, you know, because I yeah. can be dogmatic. Nope, yeah. you can't have that. Yeah. Well, since I'm the boss of me, I cut myself some slack every now and yeah. then. But I'm just saying that we didn't want to say all that. To, we didn't want it to go in this <laughs> direction,
0: y'all. I don't know why she brought up that jackfruit stew, but I'm just telling no, you. but I brought it up. I brought it up because the, you know, we, we're both on this journey together. Yes, we are. I really am. And I've never actually, I think i tried jackfruit one time years ago. I can barely remember, but I haven't tried it lately since I have been on this journey. Uh-huh. And so when Dr. E said, you know, She's got that she went, and in fact, when she had told me a while back that she had made this jackfruit stew, I was like, hmm, interesting, you know. Yes, so I yes. had made sure I had all the ingredients for her to prepare, you know. Yeah, wasn't stew. that thoughtful? Yeah. She had yes. all
1: the ingredients for <laughs> but, me to prepare it when I
0: got here. I, but you know, I was thinking about, I had to laugh because recently I had my plumbers come to my home okay, yes. and fix my dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so cute. I said, you know, I was asking the guys, I said, well, you know, you know, did you have your breakfast? And they were like, no, no, no. You know, we don't eat breakfast. I said, what? And I do get offended when people don't eat breakfast. I really do.
1: Because yeah, she is got some is, problems. Y'all. I do. I
0: got some issues. Yeah. Breakfast is <laughs> she's, important. A com- yeah,
1: she's a complicated yeah, woman.
0: Yeah. But really breakfast is important. It really is. And I know, I know there's some folks that don't do breakfast and they have their own reason. But I tell you, you know, just as we want to feed the tummy, we got to realize that the brain needs some food too. You know, and you know, you so busy feeding the stomach (laughs) while it's growling at you and mumbling and grumbling. But trust me, if you could hear the brain talk, Yes. Uh, you would be feeding it too. Yes, <laughs> okay. yes, yes. So I made them, I had prepared them their first vegan breakfast. Yes. And they liked it. They mm-hmm. liked it, you know, so, you know, you almost got a marriage proposal I, 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 out of it. Almost. You oh. know? <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> they were like, wow, wow. This is good. So, like I said, don't knock it if you ain't tried it. You never know. But I do say I do stress this is if you have some health issues and you are trying to get off medications and you're trying to reduce your symptoms and manage your health and feel better and have a more quality of life. Not just so much of go vegan, but look at ways that you can not only change your diet, but your lifestyle as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying.
1: And I I always tell patients, listen, I've treated some patients that just say, doctor, I don't want to change my lifestyle. I just want the pills. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's what you want. I'm going to treat you. You're my patient. I love you. I'm going to take care of you. But what I'm saying is, if you ever want to know what you should be doing, then just look at what the doctor tells you to do once you come with the disease. Yeah. yeah. Right? He tells you if you're a diabetic, look at what they take away from you. Yeah. If you've got cardiovascular disease, (laughs) Mm -hmm. look at what they tell you to stay away from. If you are dealing with gout, and a bunch of these other arthropathies, look at what they tell you to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. Well, then that ought to tell you what you need to know. Exactly. I can remember I had a fibroadenoma in my breast, and here I am a physician. I was so far removed Mm. from things that when the doctor came in and said, oh, I can tell you love caffeine because, you know, caffeine helps develop fibroadenomas. Mm. And I thought well, doctor, why don't you just tell your female patients this early? So then I wouldn't have to come here 10, 20 years into my patient-doctor relationship because doctors need to be have a doctor too. I'm not just a doctor, I'm a patient. But he's telling me, well, you know, people who like caffeine, it can cause some bladder issues and fibroadenoma in the breast. And I said, had I known that 20 years ago, I wouldn't have the fibroadenoma in my breast because I would have avoided all the
0: caffeine but you know you know doctor e, that brings me to our talk today yes man-made storms and you said something interesting you said you know you, you was telling the doctor like why didn't you tell me that caffeine you know brings on this issue I could have avoided that but you know how many times have doctors told us yes. you need to let this go you need to let this and go. we stand right and you have mm-hmm. to think about it even if he would have told Would you really have stopped completely? No, but I needed someone to blame. I mean, I I get that. But you know, some of us are like that. Some of us will stop cold turkey. Okay. And then some of us will be like, well, and I I say this because of my own battle. You know, when, (laughs) wow, you know, it's not like when you're talking about something and then God puts something in your head like, "Mm." and it just came through my head where... I remember the doctors and my mother just, uh, you know, she battles with me on this is I have a very bad habit of when I go outside, especially when it's cold, I am not bundled up like I need to be. I don't have a scarf around my neck. I don't have a hat on my head, you know, and here I've got a lung disease with 15% left. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the last thing I need to have is pneumonia. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, but yet, I still go out there yes. Yes. without being protected. And as many times, and you know, it got so bad where even a doctor was telling me that, hey, you can't be like just anybody else going outside. you right. got to be bundled up. You've got to be protected and mm-hmm. all that. And, but yet I still... And, you know, I'm... You Listen, know, you know, you've got people happening. on
1: oxygen that are smoking. Egg. Oh, my goodness. That Come on is, now. <laughs> yes, I, I, I mean, we can look at them and judge them, but to be honest, we're no different. We're no different, Okay, exactly. some of you know that you are... Diabetic. Into, you're, you're, right, I'm sorry, and lost yeah. my, my... Or you're pre-diabetic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you haven't slowed down. Some of you are having chest pains right now. And yes. your doctor's saying it looks like angina is coming on, but you still won't make any changes. So we can't judge anyone. We cannot. It's and, just hard.
0: And we cannot. And I was talking to a girlfriend the other day and I was looking, you know, she's got some health issues. There's some things that she's got to do mm-hmm. because she's, you know, again, tired of being, you know, medicated and all of that. Right. And, but yet I saw a picture of, you know, her little wine and steak and <laughs> all these things. Goodness. and it's like So I love it. I love it. I love it. But go ahead. Go ahead. You I know? was just going to say, we'll mm-hmm. do a little segue into yeah.
1: where we really want to go. Right. We've gone, I think, off. the of-
0: Well, we've kind of, you know, we, we kinda, you know it, but it comes back to, yeah, you know, bad, bad. It, it does. It, it addresses the fact that when we sin, it harms ourselves and their consequences absolutely and you know like you said we do these things knowing that we shouldn't do them right and and there's always consequences on that
1: and listen to now we want to make sure that no one out there thinks we're talking about how you eat is a sin no no we right. are just talking about the fact that some of the trouble that we get in yeah, and the choices we make are more. as a direct result of decisions that we have made. Exactly. I once heard a speaker say, a gentleman used to go to work every day and say, oh, I hate bologna. Every day he would open his lunchbox and he had a bologna sandwich in there. He said, I can't stand bologna. Oh, I hate bologna. I hate bologna. I hate bologna. And he said, one day, one of the men said, well, man, why don't you just tell your wife you don't like bologna? He said, oh, I made this sandwich. <laughs> You know, I'm making the bologna. I right. hate bologna, but I'm making the bologna sandwiches. <laughs> uh, some of y'all making bologna sandwiches yeah. Yeah. every yeah. day. Yeah. And you got an attitude because you got to eat the bologna sandwiches. You, you <laughs> mad, but you went to the store and bought the bologna. And once again, I'm speaking metaphorically. I'm not just talking about what we put in our mouth, mm-hmm. I'm just talking about life situations. Yeah. Some of us buy our own problem. That's right. Go to That's the store, right. spend cash money on some trouble, right? Bring the trouble home, eat the trouble, talk yep. to the trouble, yep. sleep with the trouble, yep. talk to the trouble, you know, yep. bathe with the trouble.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: Wait, should I go there? Make love to the Make trouble. Make love like, with the trouble. Oh y'all. I okay, gotta, we ain't go there. Okay, gotta, <laughs> boom, skirt, go back. But you know, just nest with the trouble. Yeah. And then get up mad that we in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Am I talking to and anybody? You're, you're
0: talking. You're talking. We're
1: not just talking about bologna sandwiches right, now. Exactly. But maybe from here on out, Melinda P., <laughs> we'll just use that at, when we're talking about trouble. Right. How, how many done had a bologna sandwich today <laughs> <laughs> that Got you us. made yourself? Oh, uh, put your own mayonnaise on. And if you back in the day from when I grew up. We used to sprinkle a little sugar.
0: Oh, oh no, no, no. Okay. I don't
1: know about that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, some, 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 some folks bologna know. sandwich? Yes. Or a mayonnaise sandwich with I just can get sugar. With the, oh,
0: okay. I can't yeah. get with that.
1: Yeah, girl, it was tough. <laughs> okay. I live, you came from a two parent, <laughs> a loving two parent home. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You had bologna and mayonnaise. Yeah, we bologna. I didn't <laughs> even have bologna, girl. All I had was mayonnaise. Now, there it is. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> But Where I still is. made my own trouble, <laughs> made my mayonnaise sandwich and put some sugar on it. Wow. Some of y'all put some sugar on your trouble, wow. trying to make it more
0: palatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop, y'all.
0: But really, but like you said, you know, sometimes we do cause our own storms. Yes, know? we do. Yes, and we do. I like it best when David, you know, David in the Bible, he recognized his sin. Yes. And, you know, when he recognized it, you know, Lord would intervene and Lord would let him know what he had to do. Yes. And sometimes we don't recognize what we have done or the storms that we have accomplished. Yes. You know, and that, mm-hmm. that's something.
1: Well, that's said. one of the reasons God said David was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. David jacked up. He, as in the words of my children, mm-hmm. he, you know, mm-hmm. he really, really messed up. But David, when he recognized it, mm-hmm. he would go to God and repent. Yeah. He And repent means he'd make it right. right. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't playing around saying, oh, Lord, why did you let this happen? Right. He always knew what he had done. He'd always go back and apologize to God and make it right. And that's all God is asking
0: us to and do. And that's the problem sometimes that we lack. We don't want to go to God. You know, no. We want to keep on. Blaming, upset, mad that it's going on. Mad about a sandwich yeah, we made. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Instead of going to God. And that's what happened with the Israelites. You know, yes. they didn't obey God. No, they and didn't. And they had sinned, and because of those sins, there were consequences. And know? then what was so strange, mm-hmm. they were always in
1: shock. Yeah. When when other kings would bring them into captivity and then become angry at God. exactly. Now, God has said, I need you to do this, Mm -hmm. I need you to do that, and it'll go well with you. But as soon as no one was looking, they go back to their idols, sacrificing their children to strange gods and fires. And when God would let a king come in and bring them into captivity, oh, they would cry out, But we're your people, God. And what is everyone saying? But it was something that they had caused. I want to share with you all another story of another person who just created his own mess. And I know we all know the story of Jonah. Yeah. Now we all know about Jonah and the whale. And some of us been in that belly. That whale knows us and we know that (laughs) whale. Okay. Okay. Some of us done bought furniture, right? <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the next time we in the belly, right? Okay. Right. Some whales don't even leave far from the shore because they know we'll be back. We'll be back, right. okay? But here was Jonah. He had been and who was a complicated man arguing with God just all mm. the time. See mm. this, that. That's why I didn't want to do this, God. That's why. But God just bore, bore with him. You know how you bet, like some of yeah. you have children, you, you just got some kids, yeah. they drive you crazy, but you love them. Yeah. I mean, I understand when God says, "In the, how can I give you up? Mm. Like you make me so mad, but I can't give you right. up. I love right. you. Exactly. Well, that's how we feel about our children. I have some teenagers, I love them, but they get on my last nerve but I can't mm-hmm. give them up. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't turn and walk away and no. leave them out there. No. So even when they go out and fine, I'm just going to be out here. I'm close by. Right. Right. I'm making sure that it isn't too harsh for them. The circumstances don't <laughs> right. kill them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm there to swoop them up right. when they need me to. But at the same time, I want them to learn a lesson. Well, here is Jonah Melinda P and he's angry because God is showing mercy to Nineveh. He's mad. He's so angry that God is ready to show mercy that he walks. He leaves Nineveh and goes out into the desert in the hot sun with no protection and no water. Just I'm just out here because I'm mad. Mm, And almost causes his death because he's angry and he makes a bad situation worse by fine. I'll just go out in the desert and die. And God has to raise up a plant.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: To shield him from sure. the sun. Right. Now, how many of us have done that mm-hmm. just in anger and frustration and well, well fine, I'll just die then. And we would have been fine where we were, but we leave and go someplace where we shouldn't be. And we're not
0: hurting nobody but ourselves.
1: But ourselves. I shared with you all, I have some teenagers that are still at home. Shout out to Layla and Eve. But I have a 15-year-old, Layla, and she thinks when she's mad that it hurts my feelings Mm -hmm. if she doesn't eat what I Mm cooked.
0: It doesn't. Right,
1: (laughs) As That's a right. matter of fact, listening now, the audience man, the
0: other way around where she ain't gonna cook for you. <laughs> that might be a problem. There'd be a problem. But I'm but saying no. it doesn't bother me at
1: all. Yes. Like it was as if it was white noise right. when she said it, right? right. Like shh. <laughs> I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> Whatever. You going hungry does not bother me. First of all, there's food in this house. And I know you're going to eat. That's right. So you're going to miss a meal because you think that hurts my feelings? Because you miss a meal? You can miss a meal. Right. (laughs) Your body can live off of some of the stores, storage (laughs) that you have. (laughs) Exactly. Right? Right. You're not going to die missing a meal. Right. But how many of us do that? Yeah. We get upset. Yeah. We pout. We act like yeah. children. Yeah. I'm fine. I'll just go out and make a bad situation worse.
0: And especially, excuse me, Dr. Especially when we want somebody to do things our way. way. Yes. Especially. Yes. When uh, we
1: can't get our way. Yeah. And there's some, I, I want to talk to you speak right now because there's some, I'm going to speak to women because I'm a woman. All right. There are some women that may be in a marriage that's frustrating to them. We've all been there. You you understand marriage isn't perfect, but sometimes they'll make a already tense situation worse by trying to get the attention of the person that they feel is the offender. You you understand what I'm saying? And they make bad decisions. Yeah. They just jump out and leave. Or they take a trip that they really can't right. afford. Right. Or they leave and inconvenience other people because they left their children. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. Am I talking to somebody? All uh, right. Trying to get some relief, but it's not coming that way. You understand? Yes. Uh, there's somebody out there that thinks that pretending, you know, trying to make someone jealous by pretending something's going on when nothing's going on with someone else.
0: Yeah. You've created your own. You've created your own opposed
1: to really going to the issue saying, listen, we have some problems. We need to get some help. I need to speak my truth. I need to listen to you. But instead we create a situation where we make it seem like someone is interested in Mm -hmm. us when no one's calling, mm-hmm. but we want mm-hmm. that person to yeah. think that there's something that there's something going there's on. Something going on. Right. Now that person is even more angry, right. creating more distance, and now you've created a mess. Exactly. I'm talking to that person. Right. Stop. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Go to God first. And I say this: I don't want people to think you know it's not always going. Yes, it is. You can go to God, and He'll direct you to the help that That's you need. True. When you went to God, he directed you to the Mayo Clinic, right? Right. So it isn't when we say go to God that he just waves a magic wand and heals you, but he'll direct you or he'll send someone. And I know that there are some people who are listening to me that have fallen on their knees and God has sent someone to speak into your life at the time that you
0: needed it. they maybe have ignored him or them. Right. Right. Could they have ignored them? Could they have ignored? Yes. Them? That's what I'm saying.
1: Yes. You know. But I'm
0: saying, you know, God knows
1: what we're going to be from the moment we we take our first breath to the moment we die. And so everything is a divine appointment. Yes. There are no accidents. Yes. It was no accident that I came in contact by what I thought was happenstance with a young lady that was in her second year of medical school and ready to quit. And lo and behold, the same thing had happened to me. But I was able to speak to her and let her know a lot of people wash out in their second year. You're not the only person you can do this. And she just kept thinking, I would have never known. Oh, my goodness. How did this end? But that was a divine moment. That was God putting someone in her path to tell her, look you can do this. Yeah. You can finish medical yeah. school. You right. can complete your dream. Right. I've sent someone to encourage you to let you know it can be done and to walk with you and to counsel you and even help you with histology. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So I'm saying, when I say go to God, I'm not just saying go, Oh Lord. And He he wipes it all away. No, you, st- I have prayed over my family and still had to deal with that crazy family member, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That it it didn't get, but I changed. God moved something in me that I could tolerate it a little more, or maybe I had a little bit more understanding.
0: So would you say, uh, you know, just to piggyback on that, would you say that sometimes it's within our prayers as well? Could we be praying for the wrong, you know, when you're talking about that family member or that person that's hard to deal with or that situation that is hard to deal with, are we praying an effective prayer? Are we asking for something that is not of His will? Instead of looking at our own selves and seeing what, you know, how we need to pray, you know, because, and the reason why I say this, because you're right, you know, I've had to say, Lord... Change me. Years ago, it was a point for me to always change people in my circle.
1: Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Melinda right. P and 20, I, you no, know, 20, you
1: all know that we're related. Right. So, I, mean, uh, I, say, I
0: mean, when I say years ago, I'm talking about 25, <laughs> 25, 30 years ago. I'm actually, I'm talking about 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a point for me. And It came to a time. I ain't gonna tell you when the time came. I could, but I'm sure you paid me to be silent, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. But yeah, it comes to a time where I had to have tailor my prayers, whereas the Lord changed me to help me deal with the situation or help me deal with the person and stuff yes. like that. And yes. that's important. That's important.
1: Here, I'm going to give some of you all the benefit of years mm. of counseling. Mm. Wow. <laughs> years. Yeah. Um, the first thing you need to address when you come up against a problem is yourself. Mm. Yes. You. Got that. Yes. This is, here's the benefit of all the counseling that. My husband and I have gone through. Hello. Okay. Cause marriage isn't always no. easy. Sometimes you need another person, a third, a, yeah. another eye to yeah. look and say, and here's what we found. We were working with some clinical psychologists, a husband and wife team, and they just looked at us and said, both of y'all are crazy <laughs> and quit calling us. <laughs>
0: Listen, you all, we
1: used to go to counselors and we would, I don't know what it is. My husband is a pastor, right? So, you know, he's used to telling people what God, you know, he yeah. works for God, right? right so right. he's never wrong because he works for God now. And I'm a physician, right? So we both work in professions <laughs> where we are accustomed to telling other people what to do to right. get better.
0: Right. Now you
1: bring those two people together. <laughs> Have mercy. Have mercy. So when I tell you, we used to slash through counselors. Counselors would just be in tears. Like, I don't know what to do with y'all. I've been asking God to tell me something, but he's been silent. (laughs) He even said, I don't know what to do with them either. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying that through all of the counseling that I have had the benefit of, the first person I always had to address, and this was with a, the clinical psychologist, they would bring a mirror out and they would put it in my face and say, we're not going to talk about anybody today but her, wow. that person you see in the mirror. And let me tell you, I did not want to do it because to me, the problem was him. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Lord, if you just fix him, exactly, we will be all right, we'll be all right. Exactly. Or and there's some men out here or saying, say, fix her, fix her, <laughs> okay? Because I overheard my husband talking to his brother one time. He didn't know I was in the house and said, "Man, you know we marry these crazy women." And- <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> he thinks I am crazy. <laughs> You should have saw the preacher's <laughs> mouth fall open when I came around the corner and looked at me. All I had the look on his face was of mortal shock, <laughs> you know, because the preacher's very, you know, oh, he's yeah. very careful about what he says. Oh, yeah. And for me to have heard all I did when I came around the corner and said, I forgive you, honey. <laughs> it's okay. I right, forgive you. Right, right. But it gave me a moment of pause because I thought, he thinks
0: I'm crazy?
1: Mm. No, he's crazy. Mm. But you should know. Melinda P., we've gone way off no, subject. Not,
0: but I listen. We still, we, no,
1: I think we still. Okay, continue. we're the man-made no, man stars. made storm. Okay, exactly. But well, know this, false. know this, you all. <laughs> if you're in any kind of relationship with someone, we talked about this and we'll get to it. We all mm-hmm. come together with like our emotional equals. And what that means is whatever the intensity that you are feeling about your significant other, they're feeling the same thing about you. That's true. That's true. So if you sit in there, seething them because, Oh, they just do this. And it drives me crazy. They too are looking at you saying, Oh, she just does. that And that drives me crazy. So, you know, you both are coming. There are no one victims and one perpetrator mm-hmm. through my 28 year marriage. I've been the victim yeah. and I've been the perpetrator right. and vice versa. Right. And so, and there's some storms that I created, there's some storms he created, and then there's some storms we created. Like, we just mm-hmm. made that mm-hmm. one. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we just dropped a, you know, a nuclear bomb in the ocean, <laughs> and exactly. now we're crying out to God to deliver us right. from it. And our children who were with us, okay, but God is able. And so even when going back to Jonah, he was angry and took himself out into the desert to die. God still raised up. He raised up some shade. He raised up some shade. And so even though you out there somewhere, I can tell you right now, you got some shade somewhere.
0: Mm. And I found that scripture. That, uh, when I was talking about David, Psalm 51-4. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Psalm 51-4 is, is not the, the scripture that pertains to what we're talking about, but it does remind me, it, it says, David prayed to God and said, against you and you alone have I said, I have done what is evil in your sight. And I'm not saying this is what, you know, what we're doing is evil, but, You know, the Israelites, if only the Israelites had obeyed from the beginning and listened, they wouldn't have been in that war. They wouldn't have been in the trouble that they were in.
1: If they would have just listened, they wouldn't have been in the wilderness 40 years. They were only two weeks away from the Canaan land. Yes.
0: And like a girlfriend of mine, um, Debbie, who when we were talking and she said it best, like she said, I'm not trying to be in the wilderness. Right. And I'm not either. You know, I'm not trying to be in the wilderness for 40 years or even more. I'm trying to get it right now. I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to look at myself and see because you know we can always say that. Oh yeah, that happened years ago. That happened centuries ago. But guess what, folks? It's still happening right Right now. now. Yes, it is. Yes, we still doing the same thing as the Israelites was doing we you know it's disobedience it's, it's powerful and you know when we experience some type of illness that changes for the worse or prevent us from living life the way we used to live it, you know, that, and not just illnesses, Melinda. Yeah. sometimes
1: our finances change because of some poor decisions, and now we're not able to live life the way we used that's to true. live it, or our relationship, or we lose a partner. Yeah, and it changes exactly.
0: everything. And that's another thing I was going to add up. You're you're right. That's another thing. You know, the relationship quick-case decisions that we make in relationships. You know, our feelings get caught up, and because the other person is mad or the the communication is not right, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to leave. And so, you know, all these storms, if we don't handle them correctly and if we don't go to God for guidance, we will find ourselves in a man-made storm. Yes. That's 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 it. That's it. That's it. You Mm -hmm. know? And so, um, one other last thing. Why is it that we only run to God when we're in trouble? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. You don't see am We ain't thinking about him when everything is going good. But as soon as we have made a decision or we have done something to mess up or made our own storm, that's when we want to go see God. Yes. And why is that? Well, I mean, you know, we, why do we do
1: that? Well, one, we're some arrogant little humans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. just very arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. And we
1: like to do things our way. Yeah. And most of the time we end up in situations where we don't have the money to pay our way out. Mm-hmm. We can't talk our way out mm-hmm. or our health has now come, you know, under scrutiny or come under attack. And, you know, uh, you can't recover the way you would recover. You know what I'm saying? Some of us, I can remember my first real health scare where I was in such excruciating pain. I knew there was nothing I could do myself. And I lost total confidence in me. And I had to go to God, Right. right? Because I knew I'm in trouble. In the past, I could you know, take some Theraflu or, you know what I'm saying? Yes, take exactly. a couple of vitamins and recover. Sure. But you, some people have come to the place where they realize I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. And that's when you realize, and it takes some time for some people. They take years before they realize, oh, maybe I ought to go to
2: God.
0: Yeah. And you know, another thing I was looking at on, on my notes is like, you know, what's really amazing is even when we recognize the weakness, or the thing that, you know, didn't work out on us, or we didn't do things right, we still, sometimes we still don't go to God. And we push aside, or kick the can down the road, as we say, or, or ignore the problem, which the problem is, is that we need to give it to God. Yes. And so, you know, we like I said, we really wonder why we have so many artificial storms, or shall I say, storms that are caused by ourselves. Right. Right. We don't stop in the beginning to just say, okay, Lord. Right. But we keep going and keep going. We keep
1: going. And some of us lose so much that we didn't have to lose. Right.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: I'm speaking to people who could make some different decisions. Yeah. Maybe they're in a relationship with a maybe something's going on with their child or with their spouse or with their parent or with and instead of changing, you decide, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to whatever. And then you sacrifice the relationship. We just decide, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And even the Israelites, they would do that. Yeah. Uh, Melinda. Exactly. Exactly. They would go into captivity, right? And it wasn't until they realized that whoever was ruling was so harsh over them that they would call out to God. I mean, but it had to be something so extraordinarily cruel before they realized I need God. Mm -hmm. And most of us can attest to that, that there are some things we just didn't learn until... It was really almost too late. Mm -hmm. We have some of us have lost relationships or lost something in us health wise or lost homes. Yeah. Right. Right. Because we just decide I'm going to keep going that way, even though I'm losing all of this, that thing and getting that Mm -hmm. becomes more important. So we've, we've all done it. So we can't judge. But we can, once again, go to God when we finally see it and say, can you help
0: me? I was reading a a health book um, a few months ago, and there was a quote that really opened up my eyes on some things. And it it said, if it's too small to go to God, then it's too small of a burden. Mm. And I said, wow. Yes. That is so true because, you know, we tend to look at our issues sometimes as being too small for God. Yes, And you know, we bring the smaller, you know, it actually, so we'll bring we, big things. We bring the big things right. to God. Mm-hmm. When we should be really bringing the small we things. We should be bringing, cause the small
1: things. Add up to, to the big things. It, exactly. To the big things. Yes. <laughs> but you're yeah. right. The
0: small things, we're like, I can handle that. God. Exactly. And then we make a mess. We make a big mess. Yes. And then we want to go to God after the, after it's gotten crazy and, and just out of control. Right. Then we're like, okay, God, I need right. you to fix this. Right. And dare we get upset with God when he takes his time or he doesn't fix it or he lets us waddle in our mess. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. How dare we? Mm. (laughs) And you
1: know what? It sounds cruel sometimes when God allows Mm. uh, certain things to keep going, but I can say for myself, there have been some things that God has let me stew in long enough yeah. that when he finally got me out, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going that no, way again. because you learned. You have you, learned. learned. Uh, as my Aunt Jessie used to say and still says that my grandmother, her mother said, oh, you bought that that tribulation. <coughs> you, you paid for that <laughs> one. You know, you bought it with your own money. And when you buy wow. stuff with your own money, yeah. you know what it costs. Yeah. Right. And some of us pay good money for some of the trials and tribulations or good money to learn the lesson. Yeah. You paid for that lesson. And some people don't learn unless they pay. Because right. there are some folks out there, yes, they yeah. can go through it over and over again. Yeah. But as long as it doesn't cost them anything, right. they'll keep going. But when they put some skin in the game yeah. and they get the wind knocked out of them, oh, they jump up quick. That's right. Then they ready. Well, we, we need to fix this, right. exactly. you know, but that's after they've been knocked out a couple right. of times. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And I forgot, guys, you know, the text of the day on um, what we are discussing is found in actually Judges 4. Verse one. Again, Judges four, verse one. I'm reading from the King James version. It says, Again, the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And so if you want to, you know, read more about what we have been discussing, again, you can visit Judges four verses one. All right. Right. And it talks about, like I said, what we've been discussing about our own man-made storms. Uh, Dr. E, well, we're almost, you know, coming to an end here. Uh, What I want to say, and I'm going to let Dr. E leave it with a last word, but, you know, it is our choice and free will that even in the mess or in the sickness that has come upon us, we need to go to God. We need to go to Him, guys. Ask Him to deliver us. Don't wait until it gets bigger than what you can control or what you can handle. Go to God while it's small. Yes. You know, Remember, if you if, remember, like I said, if it's too small for God, then it, it's too small for a burden. All right. Right. And, uh, you know, if you like I said, if you find yourself in a situation or you, you regret an illness, you know, I can't stress enough, ask for forgiveness. You know, repent, all that. Let God take over. All right. Dr. E, leave us with some last words or some nuggets that, you know, you can say to the folks out there to help them avoid a man-made storm as well. Well, I know
1: we're speaking to some people and we've already talked about the storm and I know we're talking to some people that are in the storm, right? And you just realize and I made this mess. Yeah, yeah. But you need to know that every time the Israelites cried out, God would deliver them. That's right. Wow. If there's one chapter where they were put into captivity under this king, that king, whatever, but every time they cried out, God heard them and would deliver them. And so I'm saying this to you. You're sitting there right now and you've lost something significant or something very important to you. You lost it. And you're trying to figure out where am I going to go from here? And I am saying, I don't care what you have done. I don't care what it is. You can cry out. God says, I'll hear you and I will come down there and work your problem out. That's the hope I leave with you today. Amen. That's the hope because you you can't do it because if you could have done it, you'd have done it by now. Exactly. So since you can't, you've got one thing you can do. You can ask God to help you. And I keep saying that he will come. Matter of fact, he says, when I hear you, I hear you, I get on a chariot and I get down there because I know you need me. He's just waiting for the invitation. You know what I'm saying? Just He's just waiting to hear from his child. God, can you help me? Because God is a perfect gentleman. You understand? He's he's not going to kick your door in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. You have to ask him. Because how many of us resent people who just come into our house and decide they're going to make themselves home? Well, God knows that. He doesn't overstretch his bounds or, you know, overstay. If you want him, he'll come, invite him in, ask him for the help. He'll give it to you. There is not one person who can say, no, when I went to God with sincerity of heart, that he didn't fix that problem. And there have been some huge problems. I mean, you got to think about the problem with David, with Bathsheba. I mean, who could get, and then he had the man killed, but he went to God and said, can you help me? And God delivered him.
0: All right guys, that's a wrap. Want to thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Refocus on You. Again, this episode was called Flood Zone. All right. If you want to hear more about us, you can visit us on our website at www.refocusonyou.com. That's again www.r e f o c u s o n and the letter u. Dot com. And you know, we appreciate you guys listening in, taking the time to hear us out. Quick haste decisions that we yes. make in relationships. Yes. You know, our feelings get caught up, and yes. because the other person is mad or the, the communication yes. is not right, mm-hmm. you know, we want to leave. Yes. We, you know, and so, you know, all these storms, if we don't handle them correctly, and if we don't go to God for guidance, we will find ourselves in a man-made story.
2: Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the Refocus On You podcast. Refocus On You is a 501c3 nonprofit organization geared to inspire and help those who have been given a life-threatening medical diagnosis. The organization' goal is to improve the overall health and mental well-being. Your generous contribution will go to the education of others as they pursue the betterment of their health. If you would like to learn more about the Refocus on You ministry, connect with us at www.refocusonyou.com. That's www.r e f o c u s o n and the letter u.com. And while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. And don't forget to check out the 5RS store and grab a Refocus On You t-shirt or coffee mug. As always, we thank you for your support. And remember to rest, relax, refocus, renew, and relive. See you next time.